what's going on everyone I am um, pouring me a little something um so today I want to talk a little bit about that time I got ghosted and I'm gonna try to make it as interesting of a story as possible and try to make it as quick as possible so This was, this is one of the times I got ghosted. Um, I want to say in total, there have been at least three times. Yeah, two or three times. But this is the second time. This happened back in, um, let's see. Let's make sure I get the timeline right. Yeah, I want to say... Probably, let's see, it's 2018, 2014, I want to say, yeah, yeah, let's just go with 2014, so, um, obviously, obviously for, you know, I don't, I'm not going to put anyone's name out there. Um, I respect that person still to this day enough to not put their name out there. But I also want to share my story, uh, give a little insight from the male's point of view. Because I feel like a lot of um, people don't hear, or a, lot of, a lot of men don't talk about when they get ghosted. Therefore, a lot of women and a lot of people don't hear that men get ghosted as well. And, you know, I don't, the, the term ghosted is pretty much when you're in constant communication with someone, either you guys are working towards a relationship or, you know, it could, you could even, you know, Probably be ghosted by a family member, but most of it is in terms of a relationship. You know, you and this person were talking, y'all were building towards something, and then you or the other person stops all contact. You know, you no longer reach out to that person, or that person no longer reach out to you. You don't really hear anything from them. Um, this can be. A number of days, this could be weeks, this could be months, this could be just indefinite. So, and don't quote me on that exactly. Like I said, it's, uh, I mean, you can Google it if you want to, but for the most part, that's what ghosted means. So, give that's, that's the little framework, and then we're going to build on that. So, I, um, sorry for a second. Sorry about that. So, I was friends with this person, this young woman, for better part of seven six or seven years before um yeah i want to say six or seven years before the whole ghosting of it all so let's let's um let's backtrack now that we got a little framework let's backtrack i met this young lady when i was working at a department store. She was, you know, I had already been there a couple of months. And she had just started. And when she started, a lot of people were telling me like, oh, you got to see this girl, man. She's gorgeous. I'm like, okay, y'all say that about all the girls. I mean, most of the women we have in this section, most of them we work with, most of the women we work with are good looking women. They was like, nah, nah, you don't understand, bro. 
she's drop dead gorgeous, like gorgeous, gorgeous. And I was like, man, yeah, here y'all go with this shit again. So I make my way over to go do some work, and I'm talking to um, a friend of mine at the time. We're working and working and talking, you know, shooting the shit. And she walks from the back room. And no lie, if my jaw could have hit the floor, it would have. Because I wasn't expecting that. wasn't expecting her at all, you know. She came walking past me, and I literally, like, followed her movements as far as I could until she went out of sight. You know, um, she was she was a looker. <laughs> I don't know how else to describe it. She was she was gorgeous. So my main objective after seeing that, after seeing how good she looked, was to not really be like everyone else. To not jump in and like put my bid in and try to get to know her and all of that jazz. I really just wanted to sort of keep a distance. So after, you know, a couple of weeks or so go by, um, again, I'm not going to say her name, but after a couple of weeks or so go by, um, you work with somebody, you can't avoid someone forever. So found out that we were, I was in a relationship at the time. I was in a relationship with my ex-fiance. And um, I found out that she was in a relationship. So, you know, again, some framework. So we talking about work stuff, and then eventually we started to get to know each other. And then bit by bit, we started to, like, really, like, you know, work became more fun because, you know, of all the people that we chose to talk to, we actually... You know, wanted to see each other at work. We had we had that connection. We were vibing. It was all you know. It was all good. We really enjoyed each other's company. We used to go on lunch breaks together. You know, talk about everything. You know, like I said, I was in a relationship at the time. She was in a relationship, so you know, we talk about that kind of stuff. I have children, but at this time, I only had my oldest daughter. Um, I'd show her pictures and. You know, we were just building a friendship. So fast forward, I actually end up leaving that company, that department store, end up working um, somewhere else. But her and I stayed in touch over the years, over six, seven years, her and I stayed in touch. Everything that I was up to, you know, be it, you know, writing a story or, you know, thinking about working on music or anything like that, we kept in touch. Um, kept each other updated. She was big on, you know, self-help and self-motivation. And um, we would just, you know, big each other up. She'll post something, I'll respond, I'll post something, she'll respond. You know, we were in each other's corners. We was, like, rooting for each other to win. Um, and one of the things that I enjoyed the most about our friendship was the honesty that we had. I was able to be very candid with her and she was able to be very candid with me. Um, she would tell me straight up what she was thinking. And same thing with, with me. I would tell her straight up what I was thinking. So one of the things that we made sure we did was get all the weirdness out of it. The weirdness being um, telling each other that we find each other attractive. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like a lot of people get caught in that that world of being friends with women and men. And, you know, just to clear up, men want to be friends with women. But for some reason, shit get caught up and get confused and men feel like, that the only way they can be with friend, be a friend to a woman is to have some type of underlying feelings for her. And sometimes it works the other way. Women do the same thing. But 
in all actuality, you can be friends with a woman and f- find her attractive and not be attracted to her. Like I got a ton of, you know, well, not a ton, but I got a good amount of female friends that I think are pretty as hell, but I'm not trying to get with them. You dig what I'm saying? Like there's no gravitational pull in their direction. And that's what it was for me and Giselle. We acknowledged the fact that we were both good looking people, that we both thought the other was good looking. And we, not just because, but where we were in relationships, but we had to, we respected each other enough to know like, yo, we're friends. We're not going to take it beyond that. So that was the coolest thing about our friendship. Um, so I fast forward, I, I fast forward well, maybe like two or three years after I had left that department store, I moved to uh, Baltimore, Maryland. Yeah, first I moved to Baltimore, then I moved to a different area of um, Maryland. Um, I think it was called Oxen Hill. Yeah, Oxen Hill, District Heights area, that whole, that whole bit. And... Again, like I said, we kept in touch over the years. And one night, so I went to my first year and some change down in, in the D.C. Maryland area, area. I hit her up, told her I was coming to town and I wanted to see her and hang out, catch up or whatever. And we were able to do that. Met her at her job. We took a walk through um, Central Park. Uh, on lunch break and just kind of like, you know, vibed out, caught up with each other and then, you know, kept going. Um, we went our separate ways. I told her I'd catch up with her later and she'd catch up with me and so forth and so on. About a year later, I had, she posted something and I saw it. And I commented and then I sort of delete my comment and I just went straight in text. I was like, yo, you know, yeah, I'm not going to say her name, but I was like, yo, what's up? How's everything? And she was like, yo, why do I get the feeling I need to see you? And I was like, it has been a while, hasn't it? I was like, you know what? Yeah, I'm actually coming up to New York, you know, this weekend. What you got in mind? And she was like, oh, great. We could just make a night of it. Shit. Let's make a night of it. What are we doing? Going to the movies? Shit. Sounds like a plan to me. It's all right, cool. We're going to go to the movies and then probably go out to eat afterwards or we'll just see where the night takes us. So we get to the movie theater. Well, I get to the movie theater first. I, um, well, clearly I left from Maryland to get to um, New York and get to the theater, waiting for her to come in. We meet up outside, I should say. Yeah, we met up outside. And we give each other an embrace. It's been, you know, a while since we've seen each other. Glad to see my friend. So we go in. I asked, I was like, so what movie you want to see? She told me she wanted to see Hot Tub Time Machine 2. Wasn't my first choice, but cool. Get to the stand counter pay for the tickets we head up so all the while we heading up we just chilling you know asked if she wanted anything from this concession she said no i didn't want anything so because she was like we could just um go get something to eat afterwards so i was like all right cool you know this two-hour movie i should work up an appetite so we watched the movie and while the credits are rolling we're sitting there. We're trying to figure out what we're going to eat. And she asked me what I wanted to eat. And I'm going to be real candid with y'all. I said her. She asked me what I wanted to eat. And I said her. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to sugarcoat nothing. And because that's what I was thinking. And yeah, I know we've been friends in this whole nine, but I wasn't going to shy away from the truth. So what? 
But I don't know if she actually heard me because I said it low enough and, and you know, it's, we're in a movie theater, so it's kind of loud. Credits are rolling, there's music playing, and I'm not exactly sure if she heard me. But as I turned around and said that little comment under my breath a little bit, I saw her, like, looking at me in a, in a certain kind of way, a way that I wasn't familiar with, with her and our interactions. And then it took me a few seconds, but I caught on. So I, I leaned back in my chair because at one point I was, you know, sitting forward, like gathering my things. So I leaned back and I'm looking at her and she asked me again. She was like, what do you want to eat? And I was like, I don't know. Let's just find a place and just go. And in the middle of saying that... um. She started smiling, I smiled, and then I was like, you know what, fuck it. And I leaned in. Next thing I know, we're making out while the credits are, credits are rolling. Now, this is the first, minus a hug, this is the first physical reaction that her and that, well, interaction, sorry, interaction that her and I have had for six years at this point, six, seven years at this point. So, I'm like, okay. Now, double back a little bit. So, the plan was, as I was on a bus coming to New York, the plan was we were going to go to the movies, go get some food somewhere, and then I was going to stay at her place, and then I was going to go and take care of whatever I was, gonna, I was in New York to take care of, which was actually to see my daughter. Um So, now, fast forward, we making out in the movie theater. Double back, when we made plans for me to, you know, for us to go out to eat and stay at her crib, we were just friends. Fast forward, we're not friends anymore. We just made out in the movie theater. We are, you know, we just, that's a little taste of a little friends with benefits type of thing, if you will. So, we got we gather our things, but before that, like, it was a great kiss. I'm not gonna lie, and um, she was like, wasn't expecting that, and I was like, neither was I. So we both, you know, that little bashful laugh, and then we gather our things. Now we heading out. We on our way to go find something to eat, but on our way. They go find something to eat. She was like, you know, um, you can't stay at my house now. And I was like, what you mean? She was like, Rodney, we just made out in a movie theater. Like, things have changed. You can't stay at my house. And I was like, you like the kiss, right? She was like, uh, yeah. I was like, so wouldn't you want more of that? She was like, yeah. I was like, so me staying overnight, do you get more of that? So eventually I went over. We go eat at some spot in West Forth. And, um, you know, we're down there at some, some vegan spot because she, she's vegan. So we go eat. Afterwards, like, oh, let me just put this little tidbit in there. While we're eating... Or why I would say we're getting ready to eat. I'm looking at the menu trying to figure out what I want. Never been to a vegan spot before. before never ate anything vegan. And um, the lady, there was two elder women sitting next to us. And they was like, hey, what is good to eat here? And I was like, I don't know. I'm trying to figure that out now. And she was like, oh, you never been here? I was like, no, ma'am, I've never been here. It was like, oh, okay. And then... The girl I was with was like, you know, this is good, this is good. And she was like, wait a minute, honey. He's here. He's never been here before. Oh, he's here because of you. And she was like, no, he's not here because of me. He just, you know, he came because he's hungry too. The lady looked at her and was like, no, honey. He came here because he likes you. She was like, most men wouldn't. She was like, look around. There's not another male in here. So he came because... He likes you. He's into you. And, you know, the girl, she was like, no, that's not it. 
even though we had just made out in the movie theater, she still was like sort of on that. So it was like, all right, whatever. So we eat. The food actually happened to be pretty good. Um, and then we had to her crib up in the Bronx. Um, and I'm trying to like get through as many, you know, details as possible without, you know, rushing through the story or making it too, like, too drawn out. But we'll get to her crib, um, start relaxing. She goes, take a shower. And she kept asking me, like, yo, do you want to take a shower? And I'm like, nah, I'll just take one in the morning, whatever. She's like, all right, cool. She goes, take a shower. I make myself comfortable. She comes out. Um, and she's like, I know you like to drink. I got some wine here. Would you, you know, like some wine? I was like, yeah, sure. So she opened a bottle, hands me a glass. She's pouring the wine. And we're talking, you know, we're just catching up. Good conversation. Everything's going well, you know. And up until like that point, I haven't really like had a, good conversation with someone that, you know, clearly I'm, I'm into for a long time. Um, so we're just, you know, catching up, shooting the shit, you know, talking about whatever, what have you. Um, we put a movie on, but clearly didn't watch it because we were so busy talking and catching up. And while I'm drinking the wine, <laughs> every time she see my cup get low, she'll reach for the bottle and pour more. And... I would thank her for that because I thought that was thought that was pretty pretty cool. Well, it's like on some real shit. It's really the little things that that happen that that matter that you end up like really digging for real for real. So that little thing at the time that was cool for me, you know that was cool to me. So you know. We, in between all of that, we're making out and kissing some more. You know, we just, just going through it. <laughs> Sip of wine, kiss here. Sip of wine, kiss there. Have a conversation, kiss here. Have a conversation, kiss there. So, fast forward, I clearly fell asleep. And, you know, it must have been the wine. Because I, I fell asleep, just, I was out. And wake up the next morning, and she's, like, I don't know how, I guess she wrapped herself in my arms, because I didn't, like, I fell asleep on her lap, and the next thing I know, she's, we're spooning, if you will. I'm wrapped up with her, and she's wrapped up with me. And you know how women do that little thing that they do, where they, like, you know, move their hips in in a certain kind of way? And hold on. Mm. That's some good bourbon right there. So yeah, you know how women move their hips in a certain kind of way when you know they spooning with a guy and they wake up in the morning or whatever. But the other thing that that was dope that she did when when she first woke up, well woke up in the morning, was she kissed me. When she first woke woke up, she came over, gave me a kiss. Well, she turned over and gave me a kiss. And if people know anything about women and, and men waking up, like you know, everyone tries to avoid the morning breath and all of that. She didn't give a fuck. She didn't care. You know what I mean? She gave me a kiss, and I was like, oh, okay, cool. So, I get up to go take a shower, and but before I got up to go take a shower, she told me something. She was like, yo, I don't normally sleep on my couch, and forgive me for the, the slight pauses, because I'm trying, like I said, I'm trying to get the story out without saying her name, without, you know, implicating not really implicating her, but like 
I'm I'm trying not to, you know, throw her under the bus or anything like that. This story is gonna do that enough. Not throw her under the bus, but it, it's it's gonna do enough. It's gonna it's gonna do its point. It's gonna get get to the point, which is, um, you know, this whole. Anyway, we'll get to it. <laughs> we'll just come along for the ride. So, we're getting up, and she's like, you know, I don't um, sleep on my couch. And I was like, nah, I never, you know, I didn't know that. She was like, yeah, normally, you know, I just sleep in my bedroom. I've, I've probably only fallen asleep on my couch maybe once or twice. And I was like, so why didn't you get in the bedroom? She was like, honestly speaking, you you nodded off and fell asleep. I just was comfortable laying here with you. So I did. I was like, fair enough. So I'm like, all right, cool. I'm going to go take me a shower. I go take me a shower. And, well, I'm I'm walking to the bathroom to go take a shower. And she said something. She was like, you know, you could have took a shower last night. And I was like. Yeah, I could have. She was like, if you had taken a shower last night, you could have slept in the bed with me. Um, okay. Now, imagine my surprise. You, you get what I'm saying? Like, I didn't expect that at all. You know, I'm just thinking like, yeah, we made out and, you know, it's, we're going to eventually like get to that. But for her to be like, you know, so quick to be like, oh, like if you had taken a shower, you would have um, been able to sleep in bed with me. She also mentioned that she don't, she only had on the clothes that she wore around the house because I was there. Normally she's, you know, naked. So already I done heard two things that I've never heard from any woman before. So, I'm, you know, I'm grinning from ear to ear. I'm like that fucking cat from um, Alice in Wonderland. So, I'm like, all right, cool. Let me just, <laughs> let me focus and go, you know, take the shower, come out, and, you know, head to Brooklyn. So... Before I actually, like, jump in the shower, she's like, do you want anything to eat? I was like, yeah, sure. I actually um, didn't realize I was kind of getting hungry. So I go in the shower, come out, and she's making oatmeal. And there's, you know, fresh fruit around, you know, all of that. So she's like, yo, um, have you ever had this? And I'm like, nah, I've never had it. It was papaya. Never had, like, fresh papaya. I had papaya juice, but never had papaya. And she was like, here. And she starts feeding me the papaya. Again, that's something that's never happened to me before. So I'm like, all right, cool. So I was feeding me papaya. Then in comes the blueberries. She started feeding me blueberries. And then she started pouring me drinks. Um, she was like, try this juice and try that juice. Because she's, you know, big on health. So I'm enjoying all of this. I'm soaking all of this up. And there's some other things happening in the room, in the kitchen, that I'm not going to, like, divulge you. I'm not going to tell you Um all of this other stuff. It's a little bit um, X-rated, if you will. So, yeah. I'm going to just keep it PG and get to the point. So, now we're still, you know, we, we, we after she's done, she done fed me some fruit, we're eating um, oatmeal with blueberries, and, you know, we just having a good time talking she's sharing some you know deep personal things with me and we're just making it you know a morning and we ended up making out again before I left 
And I told her I'd, you know, see you soon. And I left feeling real, like, you know, good. Because in my mind, I'm like, yo, here I am. I was friends with this person first. And now we've, like, are a little bit more than friends. So, you know, and not to mention... She's gorgeous. So it's, I'm, I'm like, I'm there. I got the girl pretty much of, um, you know, I got the girl. Not just of, you know, my dreams at the time, clearly, but other people's dreams. She's, she's bad. She's, you know, smart as hell. I got her. I just spent the night with this lovely woman. So I'm, I'm riding on a high. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm riding on the high. So, we, I think I ended up booking my ticket late enough so that I'd be able to see her, um, before I went back to, um, Maryland. So, yeah, we are, you know, having a good time. This is our routine. I see her... I see her um, when I come in town. I see her before I leave town. Um, yeah, so this is our routine for a couple months. I come in town. She even started, like, changing my diet. Started having, like, eating vegan here and there. So, you know, I'm I'm in. <laughs> like, I'm I'm really all in. Like, for real, for real. It really doesn't doesn't get any um any better than that at the time. So now I'm I'm thinking further ahead. I'm like, yo, what you know, this is you know, we're practically this we're full on dating at this point. There's no need to guess, there's no need to, you know, do anything. This woman was and on top of that, she was nursing, you know, an injury and still managed to, um, cook for me when I came over, feed me every, at, at times here and there. Cause every time I came over, it was a different dish made, a different, you know, vegan dish made. I was, um, the first time I even tried tofu was because of her. Um, you know what I mean? So it, it's, it's becoming a thing. We are building. You dig? So, like I said, this is going on for a couple of weeks to a month. You know, it's just a pattern that we have. I come into town late. I see her. Then I go see my daughter. Spend a lot of time with my daughter. And then I leave town late just so I can be able to see her. Um, not my daughter, but, you know, clearly my girlfriend. <laughs> um, so we are going strong. Everywhere I went, I'm talking to her on the phone. And I ain't really like talking to the phone folk. Texting constantly. We even got to the point where we would... Like, I'd post something on Facebook that had her in it, and only she would know. So it was like this little cryptic text thing, if you will, cryptic post. Um, for example, like I'd post something, and in the caption, I'd capitalize the nickname that she had in the post. Cheesy, I know. But dope as fuck. I don't care what nobody say. So that went on even more. Um, this was a constant thing. Only a few people who, only the inner circle knew who we were talking about. She knew, like her inner circle knew she was talking about me. My inner circle knew I was talking about her. And that's how it went for a while. 
Um, so fast forward, she took a trip and I missed the hell out of her. Not going front. I missed the hell out of her. Um, by this time we didn't graduated to being called, calling each other babe and all that jazz. Like not only would I call her the nickname that she had, but I'd also say babe here and there. And it doesn't matter if she was at work or school or if I was at work or school, we would be talking and texting to each other on a regular basis. Like we were, you know, knee deep in it. Um, so fast forward, while, matter of fact, while she was on her trip, um, I had asked her if she wanted to come to my mom's wedding. Um, that was happening in September. Yes, September-ish. She was in, she was going on her trip in the early part of the, like late part of the spring, early part of the summer. And while she was out there, you know, she was around, I found out that the people who she was visiting was her, like this was her close family members. These are people that, you know, if they gave their seal of approval, then that just made her care about you and love you even more so here she is telling these people about me and she had to tell them because they caught her um texting and someone saw like looked over her shoulder and was like who's that and you know that whole nine and she had to tell them and she stood up she actually stood up for me to one of these people who said something about my name and she didn't like it. So she stood up to him. So like I said, this was my, this was my girlfriend. You know what I mean? We were, you know, practically in a relationship, like for real, for real. Take a little sip of the bourbon. So, (laughs) so she, She's gone for about a week or two. She comes back and she's like, yo, um, I want you. I know we talked about going to your mom's wedding in September and I would love to be there, you know, and thank you for the invite. But she was like, "Um, how would you feel about coming out to California? I'd I'd never been to Cali. Yeah, of course. I'd I'd love to go to Cali. What, What, you know, what for? No, nothing important, just, you know, a week out here, and then, you know, I kind of want you to meet my family. Cool. So, I'm meeting the family. Nice. And not just any family members, because she had family members here in New York, but the family members, like I said, the family members that, you know, their, their opinions mattered. So, I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah. Just let me know when you want to go and um, I'll start, you know, letting work know that I need to, you know, take a week off. Is, you know, the earlier you let me know, the better. So we are talking, you know, like I said, we've been going strong since, you know, our movie date. Clearly, it turned out to be a date. Now, just to give you a little framework, even more framework. It was the dead of winter when we went to go see Hot Tub Time Machine 2. I'm talking like maybe mid-February to March. Just like coldest fuck outside. By the time we started talking about going to California, it was July, August. So let's let's do some some quick math. Let's just say February, March, April, May, June, July, August. So six months we've been dating. Half a fucking year. It's just her. I'm not entertaining anybody in DC, Maryland, New York area. She's not entertaining by like she got a full schedule. I got a full schedule. 
we are, you know, us. So, what's, what I'm about to tell you is going to be shocker because it shocked the hell out of me. We are planning a trip for about a week, two weeks. You know, like I said, she got back. We're talking about when we're going. We sort of try to pick a date. I'm telling her, like, all right, cool. That's enough time. I can let people, you know, let people know at work. Yo, I'm going to be gone for a week. Like, for real, for real, I'm going to be gone for a week. And then, you know, y'all will be able to, you know, what I do I need to... I'm pretty much trying to set some things in play that while I'm gone, my job will still be done. Cool. So halfway through my, you know, talking to work, setting things up at work, I text her like, hey, I got my shit like down at work. Like, was was good. I'm letting people know at work that I'm going to be gone for a bit. What's going on? Radio silence. All right, cool. It's just a day. It's whatever. The next day, a text, nothing. The next day, text, nothing. Next day, text, nothing. Next day, text, nothing. This is going on for a week now. I didn't realize that I had just got ghosted. Like, full-on ghosted. Now, we're trying to... I thought we were planning a trip to L.A., I mean, California area. Like, what's what's going on? I thought we were... You know, thought we were good. We we you know, I'm going to meet the family. She's coming to my mom's wedding a month like later. Like, what's what's up? Nothing. One week, two weeks, three weeks, month, nothing. You know what I mean? Absolutely nothing. So before this term ghost that came around, I wasn't thinking about that. I'm like, oh shit, like I like where's my girl? Like what the fuck is going on? Like, what's up? Like, I thought we were on better terms. What's going on? I'm completely clueless here. My mom's is even asking, like, yo, what's up with you know, your girl, like, my mom's was so used to, when I would go visit my mom for the weekend, moms was so used to hearing me on the phone with her and laughing and giggling and all that shit that when it didn't happen, she was like, yo, what's, what's going on with her? I thought she was coming to the wedding. I'm like, mom, I don't know what's happening. She just went silent on me. Like, I can't even reach her. Not a Facebook post, not an Instagram post, not a text message, phone call, like everything's just going to the stratosphere, to the stratosphere, to the clouds of never returning. And going on the second month of me being ghosted, she finally answered. And her response was, you knew that I was going through something personal. Why would you try to get me to go on this trip? Like I told you that I had to deal with this issue first. Why are you asking about this trip? That's not important to me right now. And I'm like, damn. 
I could have sworn she invited me on the fucking trip. I didn't ask her to go out to California. I'm I'm the one who got asked to go out to Cali. I had to take a sip on that. Matter of fact, let me go on and finish this cup. I'm the one that got asked to go to Cali. When did it become I shouldn't have tried to get her to go on this trip knowing that she was going through something personal? Now, I mentioned briefly before that she was nursing an injury and dealing with a court case because of that injury, because it happened at work and, you know, that whole thing. And it was it was a tough time for her, but she was also saying that being with me was helping her through that tough time. So I'm like, you know, back then I was like, all right, cool. Then all of a sudden it's like, so when did I become a problem? I, I'm unaware. I'm, I'm really dumbfounded. I'm clueless as fuck. So then I'm like, yo, I thought we were going, it's like a week before, you know, the trip to to Cali. Like, I got to figure out, you know, plane tickets and where I'm staying, where I'm flying from. Again, where I'm staying. Nothing. Clearly, she's not going to Cali anymore. So that's, that's done. So I'm like, all right. So I'm like, yo, where's this coming from? Like, a couple months ago, we good, we good. Now, we're not. Like, well, where is this really coming from? Nothing. Radio silence again. And then halfway through that, she was like, you know, again, I told you I was going through something personal. How how could you try to make it? Something about you. That's such a that's selfish. I would have never done that to you. And I'm like, yo, what the fuck is going on? Like, I'm I'm really drawing a blank. I'm I'm sitting in my apartment and I'm looking at the wall like what? You know what I'm saying? I'm look I'm really looking at the walls like what the hell? So She goes ghost again. So it was like two months, nothing. And then we spoke for like a, I want to say like a a good day. And then nothing again. I reached out, asked about her situation, asked how everything was going, nothing. August came and went. By the time it, you know, it got down to... You know, my mother's wedding, though I was hurt and disappointed because, you know, I thought she was it for me. For real, for real. Like, again, like I said, we had this amazing friendship. We were both writers. We were both people who, you know, came from darkness, who, you know, chose to live in a light and use that darkness to try to you know, propel ourselves forward. We never got stuck in it. And we bonded on so much. You know, um it was other things we bonded on too. I can I can't really talk about that because you know like I said I'm trying to keep it PG. Um but we never we never even had sex. This was just like us just connecting. You know what I'm saying? Like two people connecting even more than they already were connected. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm trying to figure out like, yo, what the, you know, I'm talking to my sister about it. I'm talking to my moms about it. Talking to my friends. And I'm like, yo, I, I don't really get what happened. Like, I really got ghosted like a motherfucker. <laughs> and 
the reason I'm I wanted to tell the story the way I you know told it in the bit that the, the bits that I could you know shed light on uh, without making this you know an hour two hour thing because it was details in between there that you know I can add but like I said try to keep PG but I wanted to talk about that because I was ghosted by someone that I thought was going to be it for me. Like I was just, you know, the dating circuit, you know, we spent six months together. We had a routine. My trips to New York were both about, apart from my moms and my sisters and my, you know, my grandmother and them people, apart from my daughter, she was the most important person to me at that point. You know what I mean? Like, she was it. I really don't know how else to describe it. And then for her to go gauche and disappear on me and to then come back and blame it all on me was fucked up. You know what I'm saying? But the lesson I learned in all of that was that clearly... What she was dealing with was a little bit deeper and a little bit more um, worrisome and and, and it, it affected her more than she let on. And I couldn't get mad at her for that. And that's the whole message about this entire story is that you never know what people are going through. Now, I'm not saying that there's some people out there who ghost women or women who ghost men just to be assholes about it or just to be, you know, vindictive about it. But there are some genuine people out there who end up ghosting or being ghosted and... It's not a personal shot. It's not a shot at anyone's integrity or ego. Or it's not anything personal. Sometimes people just don't know how to talk about the shit that they're going through. You know what I mean? Um, maybe um, the girl that I was you know, just speaking about, maybe her injury and what she was dealing with in terms of that injury in the court case, maybe it was, you know, like I said, it affected her deeper than she wanted to let on. A lot deeper. Maybe it was something that was leading to depression. Maybe it was something that was leading to, like, like full-blown anxiety. And she got tired of putting on a good face. She got tired of pretending like everything was good. You know, maybe her trip to L.A. or to the California region, whatever she was at, maybe it brought out something in her that when she got back, she didn't know how to handle it. And me, and this consistency of me, was throwing it off. Whatever it is, I don't know. To this day, I have no clue. But I do know I don't fault her for doing things the way that she's done. Would I have done things differently? I don't know. Most of the time when I go to someone, I was just like, whatever. I don't feel like talking to you no more. And I wasn't planning on building anything with any of them anyway. So it was just like the conversation wasn't, you know, wasn't piquing my interest. And why am I responding? You know, but for us to be in like a six month relationship, if you will. Yeah, it was it was crazy. You know what I'm saying? So. When. um, When everything was all said and done, my mom wedding had came up, she got married. I was there, you know, no date. And it was cool because I was there with all my siblings. Um, seven of us, so my mom had her seven kids with her on her special day. 
And the other cool thing was like we all ended up matching without even trying to. So that was dope as hell. And, um, you know, life went on. About six months later, I got a phone call from her. Um, I, I'm, she, I'm treating her like she Voldemort. But in a good way. Like, like I said, I don't want to mention her name. But she who shall not be named. Um, I got a phone call from her. It's like 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning. I was up. I think I had just finished writing um, the hybrid theory part one. I think I had just finished writing that. And I was just up brainstorming about other shit and just thinking. Staring off at, off my terrace and just my balcony and just looking at the, the, the skylight or whatever. And she called and she was like, you busy? Actually... She called like a month or two before that, and I didn't really give her the time of day. I gave her like 15 minutes, and then I was like, yo, I got to get out the phone. I got to go. And then six months after that, she called, and we actually had a conversation, a, a, a deep conversation. And she told me, she was like, yo, you're the first person that I actually like fell for, like fully fell for without, you know, under any pretense of like them trying, you know, someone trying to buy me or win me over or anything like that. She was like, yo, you're the first person I fell for. Like, I actually love you. And it scared the shit out of me. And I didn't know how to tell you that without thinking that it was going to, you know, become something. So I had to push you away. And I was like, well, you did a hell of a job. Like, you pushed me away and I stayed away. And she was like, I know. And now, you know, sort of regret that, you know, for the rest of my life. But I just had to call you and tell you that you are the first person that I've ever really loved. Truly and deeply. And I wish I had done things differently. And, um... I thanked her for that, and I told her. I was like, it was the same over here. I was like, why do you think that I was willing to come out to Cali or L.A. or whatever, wherever your family was at, to meet them and go with you? Why do you think that I invited you to my mother's wedding? Why do you think that, you know, I was willing to go along and, and like, work through all of these things? It wasn't just because... You know, we had our friendship and we had a relationship. It wasn't because of that. It was really because, you know, I loved you. And, you know, us not having sex and it just added to the fact that we cared about each other so much that, yeah, we should see where this is going. But clearly that wasn't the plan and that wasn't part of your plan. And... We ended the phone call, and I wished her well. She wished me well. And it's been about four years now, and I haven't heard from her since. You know? I'm in my relationship. I know I, I saw, the, saw her through the grapevine. And she got married, or about to get married. Good for her. Wish her well. But the whole point... Of me telling the story and me, you know, talking about being ghosted is that even though I was hurt and even though I was disappointed and I'm not with her, that I'm with my girl now and I'm supposed to be with my girl now. That's how things set up. That's how things happen. Um, Because I met my girl, shout outs to M. I met her, I want to say a year and some change after um, that happened, after I got ghosted. And she who shall not be named <laughs> was the first person that I f- actually loved without any of the other bullshit involved. There was no expectation from each other besides us just being us. 
first person um <clears throat> for the, the second part um of this because you know they uh, got cut off after <laughs> an hour this is probably gonna be matter of fact ain't no problem this is going to be my longest episode to date um a year and some change having a podcast um gonna be my longest episode because i wanted to convey the message that sorry after a year and some change like i said in another part um i met my girlfriend that i'm with now and i wouldn't have met her had i not gone through what i gone through i wouldn't have been able to you know, love the way that I love now and appreciate being loved. You know what I mean? It's tough. Don't get me wrong. It's tough. You know, relationships ain't easy and relationships work, but I honestly feel like, and I'm going to leave you out with this thought. On this journey of life, you are out here you know, achieving goals, going through life, setting milestones, and the whole nine. If along that journey, you decide that you want to mate, that you want someone to, you know, love and care about, and someone to care and love you, you want all of that. You have to be prepared to go through some bullshit along the way. You, I feel like you cannot set on the path to say, hey, I want a husband or I want a wife or I want a partner for life. You ain't got to get married, none of that, but you want a partner for life. You just ain't going to jump out the gate with that person. You gonna have to go through some shit here and there with this person and that person. Just treat it like a lesson. You know what I mean? Everybody who go to you know college don't graduate the first four years. Some people have to stay a year or two after to figure out, like, oh damn, man, I, I fucked up the first four years. Maybe you know what? This year I'm gonna buckle down, and then they end up appreciating the lessons learned. You know, grad school ain't for everybody either. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know some people who went to grad school and they felt like, yo, this this was a waste of time. I got another twenty, thirty thousand dollars in debt for two years more of college that I didn't even need because the job that I wanted, I could have got before this. But, you know, they always say hindsight is twenty twenty. But my point is, I only brought up college because um, I didn't go to college. Well, I went, but went for like maybe like three months, three to six months. But um, college is a long-term investment. And according to society and to a lot of people, it's part of life's journey. You go to high school, you go to college. So why can't you look at your dealings and your situationships and your happenstances with relationships and with people like a journey? It's part of the journey. Everything that I've encountered up until this point has been a part of my journey. You dig what I'm saying? I went through a situation where I was ghosted. And the main thing I learned from that, from the pain and from that hurt and from that disappointment, was that I am able to love someone. Because prior to that situation, or to this situation, I'm talking about when I got ghosted, I just left Someone, not just left, but I had left someone that I was with for seven years. Someone that I had proposed to. Someone that I was going to get married to. Someone that I have a kid with. 
I thought that was it. And that shit sort of crushed me a little bit. And then I get with this woman and it's six months of bliss and then boom, nothing. Yeah, I was, you know, I was taking it back a little bit. But I also had to understand, like, that happened for a reason. So to everybody out there who feel like, you know, when they get ghosted that they want to, you know, be upset with the person or take it from me. You don't know the whole story. You may not ever know the whole story. But that doesn't mean you should stop, that you should just give up on love or you should just give up on people. You should just give up on you finding someone that's tailor-made for you. But um, with that said, I'm going to end it here. As always, peace and love. And, you know, sometime next week, i probably put out another episode about the first time I got ghosted. See, this is the second time I got ghosted. i probably put up an episode about the first time I got ghosted next week if, you know, something else doesn't, doesn't strike me and... Um, an idea doesn't strike me and I start talking about that, but either way, I'm out. Peace and love.